This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You want to know about the extra charges that are showing up on your hotel bills in some areas of Ontario. Many of you called last week because you are unclear as to whether or not a destination tourism fee or so-called tourism tax exists. So we've called up the expert on the topic. Tony Elenis is the president and CEO of the Ontario Restaurant and Hotel and Motel Association. He is on the line now to set the record straight. Tony, welcome. Hello, Jane. Hi. Now, thank you. The complaint about these extra charges seems to be primarily coming from Niagara Falls, where people have been charged an additional line item on their restaurant and hotel bills. What is this? Well, well, first of all, it is not a tax. And let me go back to the actual model of of the destination marketing program. Uh, Tourism funding programs have been around uh, they started back in California in, in the late 80s, and, and Ontario, you know, back with uh, 9-11, uh, the SARS crisis, it really uh, felt that something needed to be done to ensure that the tourism organizations uh, across the province had dollars to be able to market and bring visitors in to the destinations. The promotion of uh, tourism-related activities is tied in closely, directly with uh, destination and marketing programs. An additional visitation to an area supports most service sector business, hotels, restaurants, retail, attractions, and, and including a huge supply chain, especially the local job growth. So uh, there's a merit, and that's the reason destination marketing programs exist throughout North America. Now, who is allowed allowed to charge the fee, and where in the province? Well, first of all, it is a legitimate uh, uh, levy or a fee that can be applied uh, over and above the guest room. And, you know, there there needs to be some sound governance uh, to be able to do it uh, correctly. Uh, governance that ensures that there's an independent trustee, uh, a nonprofit organization, an incorporated organization that manages the funding. That is on a volunteer basis. So when you have uh, hotels um, charging, there there are hotels that, are, that do not charge. Uh, and, and those that uh, have committed to charge, again, the, the amount of funding goes into the trustee, and then it is uh, uh, used for the promotional activities uh, of, of a destination, any destination, as long as there's enough capacity to uh, ensure that that funding can bring uh, incremental visitation to the area, is, is uh, open to be able to charge it. Uh, and of course, it needs to be transparency, transparency for the consumer, that, that there needs to be uh, communication um, beforehand when someone arrives at, at the property so they know and, and the consumer uh, makes a decision uh, where to stay. Now, we would like to know from you, our Zoomer listener, whether you've been charged this tourism fee. Did you pay it? 
did you notice it right away? Were you told about it? Maybe you went away and you were checking your bills after your weekend that you went away and you noticed this extra charge that you did not notice when you were paying your bill. Or if you have questions for Tony about additional charges you've seen on your bills, now is the time to ask them. 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Ben in Oakville, welcome to the conversation here on Fight Back. Thank you very much for the opportunity because uh, I have grumbled about this tax. I saw it in Florida, but when I come here and and you go to Niagara Falls, they put... I choke at that sometimes it's double on, on my bill, and I think where by law can they say a tourism tax? I would think it would have to be passed by law to be able for them to introduce that into your bill. Now, the question I ask, though, is, well, what if I refuse to pay, uh, pay that section part of it? Can they call the police and say I'm not paying my bill, and I say there is no lawful authority for that. Great question. Tony, what do you say to that? First of all, it is legitimate. It has been endorsed. The program has been endorsed by the Ministry of Tourism, Culture and Sport in Ontario, and and I'm sure it is also in many other destinations on it. And again, the transparency up front to the customer before you book a reservation uh, must be made, and and, and employees uh, uh, must be trained to to ensure their awareness is there when when it's needed. uh, now, have, have perhaps in some cases something lapses. I, th- I think that happens in any business with any product or service on it. But but the rule is that there should be uh, communication and transparency, and it should be on a volunteer basis. Okay, that's that's the key right there, volunteer basis for the for the business and the consumer. So Ben can say no, I don't want to pay this. Take this off my my bill. There should be enough communication from the, uh, the property to the uh, guest, the traveler, I guess, at that point, for the traveler to make the right decision, if stay in the, to stay in the hotel or not to stay, right? So and, and then, then, to stay in the hotel or not yeah. to stay, but can you refuse to pay that fee? Once they stay uh, and there's a refusal, the, the, the program is voluntarily, the, yeah. the, the, the hotel... Uh, or, or restaurant, I guess, in that point, because not, there's not that many destinations that the restaurants included, uh, perhaps one in Ontario. Uh, and, and, and at that point, the decision should be made by the proprietor to, to uh, uh, offset the, uh, the fee. But there should be enough communication for the guest on it. You know, that, that service at the end of the day, those are, those are decisions that are made with, against any, any dissatisfaction in, in goods or, or other offerings that that a hotel would have. And, and, and you know, the, the decision, it, 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 you know, can be all over the board pending the, the training and, and also the circumstances beside it. Ron in Mississauga, you're on Fight Back here on Zoomer Radio. Go ahead. Um, there's a restaurant in Niagara Falls which consistently charges a tourist fee, and they also try to charge um, a liquor tax. Uh, when you have uh, an alcoholic drink. And I've refused to pay both of them, and in every instance it's been taken off the bill. Oh, well, that's good to hear. That's a good... That, did you Now, did they communicate to you ahead of time that those additional they charges? It just showed up on the bill, and I questioned it. And I've done this several times to the point now where I think they recognize me and don't put it on the bill. 
Okay. Well, what, this liquor tax, you mean this is above and beyond the, the HST? Oh, yeah. And how, do you remember how much it was? Um, it wasn't very much. Um, I can't tell you what it was exactly in a percentage because it wasn't quoted. Tony, is that legal? Um, I, I am not sure of any any uh, destination or, or any business that charges a liquor tax over and above the legal HST. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Now I, I can I can tell you, and, and, I, and I've, I've been to New York, and many of you have, or many of your listeners have. Uh, sometimes you three three four different types of levies and taxes on there, uh, you know, whether it's for. Uh, for energy expense, whether it's for for uh, rebranding or whatever it is, there there are various uh, levies. And, and I'll be honest with you, uh, I, I, you know, the, the focus here is the destination marketing program. That's a program I believe that brings back uh, economic growth and job growth to a destination. I've seen many successes uh, throughout Ontario and, and even in my research. Uh, across Canada with that. We're speaking uh, with Tony Alanis, president and CEO of the Ontario Restaurant and Hotel and Motel Association. Tony, maybe tell us why we should pay this fee. What, what, how will it improve our tourism experience in Ontario? Well, well first of all, let's go back when I mentioned earlier uh, about uh, you know the 9-11 and it brought the border closings. I mean, we've lost over, over 22 million people um, International visitors, of course, mostly U.S. visitors to Ontario since since the year 2000. It's only been this past year that Ontario's average rate uh, of a room uh, equaled what what the performance was in the year 2000. So the industry has gone through a very disarray uh, uh, and 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 shortfall revenues. The, the profit margins in the hotel industry in uh, in, in Ontario, as an average. Uh, has been down 50% from what it was in 2000. So the industry faced tough times. And when SARS came, we actually, and, and I managed a hotel actually in, in the Toronto area at that time, we were laying people off, mm-hmm. not, not only hiring, but the people that, that had a job for many, many years were basically in jeopardy of losing it. And then when the, you know, the, the destination marketing program started coming into this area, uh, you know, that's when we're starting to see revitalization. It took many years to take the stigma of SARS away from 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 Toronto and, and southern Ontario, especially on it. And and then what that what does that do? Well, uh, you know, it brings uh, convention business in, it brings leisure travel in, and brings more more trade, uh, depending, of course, on on the destination, what type of market segments they're targeting, and and all that is is good. For, for the youth, I mean, this industry hires uh, 35% of all youth work in this industry, and, and, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day. There are other topics to discuss here uh, uh, before we get to the top of the hour, and we are, I mean, with this weekend, the long weekend, starting the beginning of another summer season in Toronto and in Ontario, and tourism, it 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 can do very well when our Canadian dollar is not doing well south of the border. So I want to talk to you about that after we go to break. Also, if you have questions for Tony, because, I mean, we all travel, we all go to restaurants and book hotels, 416-360-0740, What I want to ask you, Tony, when we come back here in just a moment, when we're talking about a three-star hotel versus a five-star hotel, 
well. What should be included and what is a reasonable rate? We'll discuss that when we come back on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Libby returns tomorrow. She's on assignment today. We're speaking with the CEO of the Ontario Restaurant and Hotel and Motel Association, Tony Alenis, primarily about the tourism fee that is charged at some Ontario hotels, motels, and restaurants. But we also want to talk about the season. It's the time of year when we think about doing some travel. There's lots to see in our own province of Ontario. Rosaline in Mississauga, you've uh, just been on a little bit of a mini vacation. That's right. We're just on for and staying in the Sheraton uh, there in, uh, in Niagara Falls. And uh, I, I was just listening to your program, and we just had dinner last night at Ruth Chris's Bakehouse. And uh, our bill was, I'm just looking in front of me, is $228. And on top of that, we had an NFDF uh, charge of $17 on top of and besides that, we have the HST of $31. And that's an awful lot of money to pay. We were not made aware of it before uh, we went there. And we were quite shocked. I did ask the waiter. I said, well, what, what is this for? He says, it's a tourist fee. I said, what, what a resort fee? I said, what resort? We're not in a resort. Right. <laughs> you're here you're, for a meal. you're in a restaurant. Yes. We're and, in here for a meal. And so and what, asked, what ended up asked, happening? Did you pay it? Well, yeah, I asked him, can it be removed? He said, oh, no, it can't. So rather than make a person, make our evening miserable, we paid it. But I did plan to having this, to, because at the bottom it said feedback at uh, ruthchrisguestservices.com. I planned on contacting them, but when I heard your show on the radio, I thought, oh, now is my time to ask that guy why. You know, he said that if, if it isn't discussed beforehand, especially in a restaurant, it is when you go to stay at a hotel, it tells you that they have a, uh, have a fee, but not in a restaurant. Rosaline, I think you're like a lot of people, and I completely understand where you're coming from. You've just had a very nice meal. Uh, you don't want to ruin the memory of that or meal. the atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think you're absolutely right to contact the organization, the establishment afterward, and perhaps you'll get some sort of rebate in the mail in the form of a gift card. You never know, right? I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you're the consumer. You're the educated consumer. You're the one who, who... But not only that, you know, why should it be a percentage of what you paid? You've already paid over $200. I mean, if they did a flat fee of, say... Even a maximum of ten dollars per food, you know, that's an awful lot on the bill on top of the bill. Okay, let's let Tony weigh in on this. Go ahead. Well, the the model usually is a percentage because of the various rates, and again, more of a hotel model. There are very, there are several price points um, that that hotels based on the hotel concept, based on the hotel brand that they charge. So the percentage sort of the variable. The key here is that. There needs to be um, uh, a consumer protection consideration here, and again, the transparency and the communication. Actually, we're working right now with, you know, the, the industry is working with the uh, uh, Ministry of Tourism to come up to, to a solution that we avoid this kind of, uh, in, you know, frustration for, uh, to the consumer. Right, because it is unpleasant. 
when you, especially when you've spent two hundred plus dollars on a nice night out with your husband, your wife, your partner, your friend, and then you have to make a decision at the end about how whether you're going to fight this charge. Uh, again, the industry, uh, the the correct ways to have it up front and to ensure that the consumer uh, is aware. You know, we're in the industry and we are here to please customers. That's that's what they call the hospitality industry, and 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 yeah, there there are inconsistencies. I must admit. And, and, and we're trying to deal with it into some type of a regulatory framework that protects the consumer in there as well, us uh, adding value to, uh, to the economic uh, development. So in the case of somebody like Rosaline, what is the best recourse now that she's looking at her bill and, and wants, wants to feel justified in, in dealing with this extra Well, I think cost? the proper way, uh, you, you and the, uh, the, the, call, the caller uh, identified her already, going right to the... Uh, a business brand okay. and, and see what happens with that, yeah. Okay. Tim in Brampton, what would you like to add here to fight back on Zoomer Radio? Did you say Tim? Yes. Yeah, you know, we beat around the bush, we beat around the bush, but the truth is what they want to do is do something and lie. If they really want to solve the problem, one, everybody in that area should participate, hotels, restaurants, whatever, to bring in business, and two, if they really want to do it and do it honestly, build it into your price. Don't tell me the percentage. Just tell me my room's going to cost me X hundred dollars or my meal will cost me eighteen ninety five. whatever. Build it into the price so when I compare prices between Hotel A, Hotel B, Restaurant A, Restaurant B, I can say, I ain't eating there anymore. They're too damned expensive for what they do. Well, and that's an excellent question. What do you think I mean, about that, be, Tony? Why lie? Okay. They're, what they're trying to do is make an excuse. All right, Tim, let's, let's, let, uh, Tony, let's let Tony answer that question, because you do bring up a, a valid proposal. Well, the key here uh, about this type of program, it has to stay volunteer, all right? And, and not everyone uh, uh, can contribute. Once it, it sort of... Uh, it changes, then it has to go under regulatory legislation, which is, you know, which is closer to more of a levy tax and governed by 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 the by the government. Um, in 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 a case where funding is issuing with the, the embedding it into the the existing rate, that's up to the operator. Uh, part of the volunteer way of doing it is that the uh, the operation has a. Uh, uh, different ways of forms based on their options to choose from to 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 fund this uh, uh, destination promotions. What what percentage of Ontario hotels and restaurants would would be charging this fee on their bills? I think you'll find that more of the largest cities have some type of a model like that. But again, not everyone, not every hotel uh, contributes into it. But but in those cities that, it, that there is some type of a destination marketing program uh, and, and, and they, they understand the positive uh, side of, 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 of this uh, promotional activity that, that, that happens, uh, they're in it. Uh, in large cities, are, and, and many are in, are in the pipeline, ready to bring it in, by the way. Uh, and, and it's not just Ontario. It's right across uh, the other provinces, and again, as I said, in the U.S., it's been in 
uh, practice in the United States for many years. A couple of questions I want to get to today, uh, and our time is quickly running out. 416-360-0740, Tony, what I brought up earlier, when you talk about three stars through five stars, what should I be getting for a hotel based on the number of stars, and what should I expect to pay? Is there a range? Yeah, I mean, the the way I look at it, if five-star versus three-star, sometimes it's the service and, and the the experience that is important. <laughs> and you can have a great experience in either a three-star or a five-star. Uh, but but the, the price points vary from hotel brand to a hotel brand. They're, they're all, all over the board, I guess is the the, the, the way of, of describing it. Um, in, in, you, you might go into a three-star hotel, what we might call a, a select hotel that doesn't have a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars and, and limited uh, uh, facilities. And, 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 and in many cases, you'll find everything inclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might go into a five-star that has many different uh, facilities, and, and, and I guess a, a true resort would, would fit that description. And, and you might have to pay uh, for for all the various needs you might have uh, in need on it. But it always varies according to the brands and the, and its positioning. And a five star would attract, you know, a a customer that that would have a higher price point uh, um, vision and 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 and. And the offerings sort of are suited to to that individual. Tony, we have a call from the U.S. Jim in Buffalo. Go ahead. You're on Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking the call here. Um, This destination marketing fee kind of, um, it bothers me. I book uh, hotels uh, annually in the U.S. side. And some of the properties from Canada uh, now own hotels in the U.S. They've brought this destination marketing fee to um, uh, Niagara Falls, U.S., it, it originated in Canada, and um, I've done some homework on it, and I find that it's kind of arbitrary, and it's a hidden fee, and the income itself just shows up as ordinary income to the hotel, and they can do with it what they wish. If this is not connected to the local tourism council, um, and the people that are, you know, the visitors, I guess, are U.S., uh, are ignorant of this thing. Is that the is hotels, that true? Tony, is that true that the hotel or restaurant can do with it what they want, or do they have to then send it off to some sort of organization? Yeah, right now there there is no law to uh, basically stop any of that activity, and and those few, and I would say few, that are probably doing it. Uh, I, I believe the uh, the uh, regulatory framework that, that we probably work out would basically have a solution to that. But generally speaking. Uh, and in and in, and in the most um, uh, business and destinations that is done, it the the, the dollars go to the uh, destination for tourism activity and independent sort of uh, marketing or tourism association that might execute it, execute the promotion activities. Is that done in specific hotels? I would say to you yes, but there, but it's not uh, across as as the general. Uh, way of operating destination marketing programs, and it's all over the. And again, whatever is done in Canada, it's it's in the U.S. as well, and that's the reason we want. Uh, we we are working to ensure that there is a, a a framework that that is fair 
to consumers fair to the industry. Jim, Jim, I have a quick question for you. Does uh, the lower-valued Canadian dollar, does that intrigue you to come across the border this summer? Absolutely, unequivocally, whether there's a destination fee or not, it, uh, sure. Yeah. And glad, what... glad, glad to have you here, Jim, <laughs> because most of the time all the Canadians in the past uh, 15 years have been going over to, uh, to, to your country, and uh, it, it, it's actually probably the first time we're starting to see growth in, uh, in Ontario. And where are we seeing the growth, Tony? Are we seeing it in, uh, in Toronto, in Niagara Falls, sort of more the typical tourist areas? We've seen growth throughout Ontario, um, and, and a lot of it is not U.S. visitors. Uh, it's, it's people coming in from other provinces instead of going to, to the U.S., and, and people just traveling within because of the, uh, star, the, 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 the Canadian currency. Well, you have to feel good, I guess, this year. I mean, at least there is the, the lower Canadian value dollar. Uh, it's, it's changed the mindset for those of us who would go over the border to enjoy some time in the U.S. because we're taking quite a hit on our dollar when we cross the border. So it's going to be a good summer for Ontario, I would think. Uh, we're looking forward to it for a change. Right. Well, all the best to you, and thank you for clarifying the tourism fee for us here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back with Libby Snymer. Jane Brown here, and uh, I'm back doing the morning news tomorrow, as usual. Libby returns to her chair at 12.05 tomorrow. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.